Right now, you're listening to Frolicking Chronicles, a Frolic Inc. broadcast. Yes, indeed. Bar that we just have fallen in love with, and we actually did try to book during this COVID season. We and did. We got denied. The number got too high, right? <laughs> and I think at this time, I'm going to give the shout out to Kelly Gonzalez, my daughter's coach from roller derby, her junior roller derby team, when she first started the Junior Foxtails, because Kelly asked us to do this episode. She said, what about room 309 at the Grand, uh, or the Horton Grand Hotel? So thank you, Kelly, and it was our cue, and you know, we moved it up to January, even though we couldn't stay in the infamous right, room 309. Right, because we wanted to do a, a revisit, because the last time that we were there, it was in April of 2017, uh, having cocktails, right, with uh, Tiffany and Chad, and it was for the uh, Chargers versus Saints game. Well, and we also went back there with Tiffany when we were doing our Christmas shopping in the yes. gas lamp. So that became a little bit of a tradition for us to when we were yes. at to make our nightcap, you know, in the night with that one, which was really awesome. Right. Yeah. So so let's get into it because it's just such a cool hotel and you know built in the 1970s the it was scheduled to be well i'm sorry back that up i was gonna say built in 1887 but was re-renovated and saved in the 1970s right so according to california through mylens.com a blog entry and on April 27th of 2020, and that's what I liked about this one because it was kind of within the year. He says, in the 1970s, the hotel was scheduled to be demolished, but the city of San Diego purchased the hotel and took them apart piece by piece. I can't even imagine that. Only to fully reconstruct the hotel just as it initially was in the mid-1980s, albeit in a new location, since that time, the hotel has remained mostly the same. The Horton Grand Hotel was built at the end of 1887 in the spirit of a luxury hotel with European influences, most notably that of the Innsbruck Inn in Vienna, Austria. Which I love is to it. your heart, hey. you actually can say you've been there. Totally. And you love Victorian. This is your hotel, man. I know. We need to freaking stay there. <laughs> Not just enjoy the bar, which we have recently learned that the bar's name, Salt and Whiskey, is due to the fact that those two items were specific exports during the Victorian era. So very, very clever strategy. And there. I'm a, I am definitely a salty girl. 
you could even describe me that. <laughs> right? And I do, I mean, I'm not a huge whiskey fan, but I, I like bourbon. I, you know, and I, those are relatable, right? Um, but the other cool thing about this hotel, before we get into it, is the horse of sunshine in the lobby, made out of paper mache, stood in front of the Collie Saddling um, Shop over 79 years. And it was a store that Wyatt Earp himself frequented. So that so it did make its way over to the hotel. And we have pictures of that, actually. And I, I thought it was cool. It was made out of paper mache. I love it. You know. I love a good old paper mache. Eric makes the best costumes when he finally commits he to has made the robot best heads. And what was that one? Yeah. Eric made the fun key. And Remember those things were popular yes. with the kids? Now, those that aren't familiar with Wyatt Earp, one of our favorite movies, which to me stands the test of time because it is a period piece, is the movie Tombstone. Right. And I any, I don't know, whenever I'm in the mood for a good Western movie, I mean, I got to see it. Kurt Russell, is it Val Kilmer? Val and, Kilmer, um, I'm your Huckleberry. And, oh, Sam, what is Sam's last name? I'm Elliot. Right now. Sam Elliot, Elliot. Sam Elliot, yes. You guys think he was the Silver Fox. Oh, I love him. the Lady Gaga Brad... Bradley Cooper movie, A Star is Born, but give me some Sam Elliott and Tombstone any damn right? day. He is just good. Mm-hmm. By the way, our friend, uh, friend Brad Sutton finally made it to Tombstone after he used to give me this grief about why go to Tombstone? You can go to Calico. I'm like, it is not the same. Ew, that is, that, oh what is wrong gosh, with you? Brad, we have the I best memories say- of Tombstone, Arizona with our parents as teenagers it was just amazing experience. We did not go on many vacations and uh, as kids because there wasn't the the economic backing to go take four girls on vacation. But this one time we went to Arizona, we were already in high school and we went to go see great grandma Georgia before she passed. And mom and dad made it a point for us to go to Tombstone. And it was so fun. It was so cool. You remember us with our uh, saparilla or the root beer in the bar, the saloon. I know the birthday theater somewhere. If I can find it, I will post it. Oh, I would love that. Promise. I can't promise it'll happen within. I hear (laughs) you, sister. Next couple days. Well, so So, Wyatt Earp. I mean, hello. Apparently, he's also been rumored to have stayed at the Chafee uh, Isle House. Here in Ranch Cucamonga, Etiwanda, I should say, off of Etiwanda Avenue. So I'm really looking forward to, at some point, really developing an event celebrating the cowboy Victorian era and celebrating him as his brother, actually. The character that Sam Elliott um, played, it was buried, uh, actually, here in San Bernardino County, in Colton, from what I understand. So when we went on that historic tour, and Samantha will get a little bit more on how you can do that, when she said, oh, Wyatt Earp was known to visit these brothels. And I was like, ooh, Wyatt, you know. I know. He got some play. You know, alert, alert, Wyatt Earp. (laughs) So I do love that bar. So if you get a chance to go into the bar, it's on the bottom floor. You don't have to be a guest. At least when we went, we didn't have to be a guest at the hotel to enjoy it. It really is a nice getaway from all the loud, you know, partiers. On the main strip of Gaslamp. They usually have a... Ronnie and I stop. It is. And they usually have a live piano player. And the night Uh that we were there, 
I think it was with Tiffany. I was caught off guard in a very pleasant way because the piano gentleman uh, was actually playing Buena Vista Social Club, one of my favorite bands ever out of Cuba and the Cuban Nat King Cole. So really, really talented. Was it? Was that the same night where the there was a theater performance or something locally and the whole crew came in? Yes, and, I think it was know, the same night. Yeah, there was like a big party there that night and it was just really cool to see. And the stairwell is awesome. And it's really worth going and checking it out. Now, it is haunted. Very haunted. And room 309, as you mentioned... The hotel is thought to be haunted. Room 309 is where a man was killed after cheating in a card game by a family member. And his name was Roger Whitaker. And there are two stories from hauntedrooms.com. Story one. The first theory that ties Roger to the Grand Horton occurs in 1843, long before the hotel was actually built. The father of Roger's love and would-be wife apparently shot and killed Roger, dragging his body to the swamp, which used to be located near the property. Some believe that when the hotel was built, Roger's spirit decided to move in. (laughs) That was so funny. Okay, story two. Other people believe that Roger was a gambler. I think that we can kind of count on that. He was <laughs> I think in they were all gamblers back cards. then. <laughs> in the signet, uh, Sting, I'm sorry, Stingery District, an old area synonymous with gambling, prostitution, and drug use. He barely escaped with his life when he was set upon running back to his hotel with his assailants following closely behind they followed him all the way to his room 309 where he was subsequently shot through the door dying in the room perhaps his body was later taken to the swamp and we excuse me and he returned to what his room to find safety so i mean there's two stories i think both very plausible um Sorry for stumbling on a little bit of the words there. Uh, hey, I, I'm like, are you sure you... And then you can't read them. I know. I, I'm sitting here like, uh, are you sure you don't have anything in that tea that you decided to make tonight? <laughs> no, absolutely not, which we can talk about. Well, let's um, back up on Whitaker, though, just a little bit, because I have always heard that specific story, that he actually got into some trouble gambling. He owed a lot of money. And he went to his hotel to hide out and they found him and then shot him in his actual room. I recently stumbled upon a YouTube video from these two girls called Maddie and Kelsey. And they do this thing like Freaky Friday. I don't follow them enough to know if they're they're always posting on a Friday. But they do have a few videos of them investigating these hotels. And so they sneak into the Horton Grand and they're trying to do the spirit box and you know the little machine that indicates you know the dots that there's a spirit there it's kind of goofy I'm gonna send you the the link but I love that they went up and down the elevator and apparently there's some windows when you go in the elevator glass 
um, protecting some exhibit pieces. So you can see period piece clothing, you know, displayed in an exhibit type of format, I would say. But these girls were so funny. They went outside and they're trying to do their EVP session or, you know, spirit box session. And, and they got some voices. That one did sound like it said Whitaker. And before you know it, one of the girls says, I, I smell cigarette smoke. And then there's, oh, somebody's just smoking outside. And they start looking around and there's nobody smoking near them. Wow. And cigarette smoke was or has been known to be uh, smelt there. Kind of like how Church uh, or Winston Churchill on the uh, Queen Mary, they would smell the cigar smoke. And so that's part of their ghost story uh well, Bits, guests, guests and staff feel the ghost is friendly, uh, but guests have been woken by bed shaking and the armoire being open. The room can become incredibly hot, may see imprints of a body on the freshly made bed. And also, this is cool, I think, sometimes you can hear cards being played. What? That's that's what it says what? here. Mm-hmm. Okay, ghosts, that's kind of cool. Other ghosts include Ida Bailey, the one-time owner of the brothel that stood at this site. Wyatt Earp stayed at the Brooklyn Hotel for seven years, as we talked about before. And this hotel has 108 guest rooms and 24 junior suites. Now, I will tell you, just because you just talked about um, something that just kind of perked my ears up, because... I do have a ghost story from tripadvisor.com. Actually, tripadvisor.co.nz, where Elise H. uh, from Los Angeles, California, she made a post on April 30th, 2014. She had stayed in September of 2013, but this story stuck with her so much that she made an effort to post it on TripAdvisor. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Now, forgive me. I hope I don't stumble on my words. I promise. It's just that I'm a little (laughs) tired. (laughs) It's been a big week. Try not to cover your microphone, sis. I'm not. It's on the side here. Okay, great. We're still, as you guys can tell, we probably mention it every single episode. We're still Zooming. (laughs) Yeah, we're still podcast by Zoom. Okay, so Elise H. of Los Angeles, California, writes... It was the weekend of my birthday. My friends and their boyfriends planned a short notice trip. So we booked our rooms at this hotel, not knowing the background. It was Saturday night. We just got back from dinner and were getting ready to head out for a night out. We were all pretty buzzed as we were making our way out the door. As we were about to go to the stairway, we noticed a group of people. So we decided to take the elevator. We passed a hallway that had windows all the way through the end. On one of the windows, I saw a reflection of a kid looking at me, but I could not make out his face. I alerted the group I was with, and they all saw him too. One of the girls thought it was a joke, so she walked towards the reflection and came back with tears running down her face and super pale. The reflection of the boy disappeared slowly. We sobered up fast and arrows on their bodies we were scared and did not want to return to our room that night i will never forget that night i have never felt so scared oh my gosh this wait hold up you're saying she stayed at the horton grand hotel and 
Yes. They had this experience. And does she mention which room they had the experience in? The, the room number? It was in the hallway along the windows. Oh so my you gosh. just said these girls were by the windows by these like old clothing or whatever. I haven't seen it. So I haven't seen your video and I and but she specifically is talking about this kid's reflection in the windows, which could very well be what the area that you're talking about. And yeah, I mean, and they knew nothing about the hotel. They didn't know it was haunted. They just were looking for, you know, whatever was available. That is a trip. For a last minute trip. Yes. You know, which brings me to, okay, you did mention, what are we drinking tonight? Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, we are doing, Tamantha has a clever phrase for it. It's the January... It's dry January. Dry January. Okay. <laughs> okay. And it sparked in my head because uh, what's our favorite guy from, uh, he's on the Today Show. Oh, my gosh. I'm forgetting his name from TRL. But he said, look, last week was really tough, so we're all restarting. Carson Daly? This week. Carson Daly, oh yes. My goodness. How did I forget that cutie's name? Anyway, so um, so sometimes Ronnie and I are podcasting, and it's a little bit late, and Usually a work night. And so, and she had actually, Ronnie just saw this uh, cool pan called for the Sobriety Society, which we don't know that much about. So if you do know about it and you're allowed to talk about it, please let us know because we, we have friends that are sober and uh, we want to support them. And so we thought this would be a perfect way, dry January, to show that we don't always have to have a cocktail with booze in it or spirits. Yeah, or a detox. It's supposed yeah, to be good for your skin to take a break from drinking alcohol. And Tamantha found the cutest pin on Etsy, which was, uh, I think it was Sober Sister. Uh, let me look it up really quick so, um, so I can make sure that we don't mess up. She has an Instagram. It also looks like I feel like she's based out of the UK. And anyways, I just think it's so cool. So we're going to do Sober. It's called the Sober Girl Society. So give them a follow. She has a lot of cute merch. And, of course, we always love cute and good, fun merch. But we decided tonight, you decided you wanted a little caffeine. So we're doing two different drinks. I've had some long work days, and I decided to get myself a cappuccino from Starbucks. But somehow the baristas mistakenly put... And probably you keto fans will like this because I don't do keto, but my mother-in-law does. And so there's always that stevia. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I had specifically yeah. asked for raw sugar, which means like the brown stuff. That's what I thought it meant anyway. And I take a swig of my cappuccino and I'm like, I almost like spit it out. It tastes so fake. <laughs> tastes wrong. There's Yeah, there's a taste to it. But what you really wanted was raw sugar. Yes. You know, or turbinado sugar. And I, they should have given you that. So I'm sorry. That's the worst when you go through a drive through anywhere to save you. Well, and it's funny because I ended up uh, seeing if we had any leftover coffee in our coffee pot and poured that into my because I ordered the venti because cappuccinos usually have a lot of foam and microwaved it to try to get it a little bit more bitter you know that's why I choose Starbucks to be honest with you I think our sister Lizzie likes coffee bean 
But I think their mm -hmm. cafe mochas are so sweet. Like, I can't handle them. And I love me a good cafe mocha. So I, I, I like usually it, go to Starbucks. I feel like coffee bean uses Dutch cocoa. And Starbucks has more of a darker cocoa that they use in their mochas. There's, there's a difference in the chocolate that they actually use. But also that Starbucks does have bitter coffee, which I like the bitterness. We a little know, bitter. Like we were talking about <laughs> like whiskey and salt. Like, give me the wine and cheese over dessert for me. I'm hands down. So, what are you drinking? Oh gosh, I almost forgot. So I couldn't decide between a hot drink or a cold drink, and I was set on having something else. And then you mentioned your cappuccino, and so I went ahead and got a. Tea. I mean, I heated up my pot, my electric teapot, which I love so much. And I am having Bigelow Benefits Ginger and Peach Herbal Tea, non-caffeinated, with a splash, a nice splash of pomegranate juice. Oh, that sounds yummy. And it's so yummy, and it feels like I'm drinking mold cider or something maybe, you know, a little bit more fancy. I don't know. Oh, that sounds nice. Tonight. It is yeah. chilly tonight. I will say that's why. Tamantha actually had some good ideas about doing some mocktails, and then she kind of flipped it and was like, oh, okay, let's maybe do a LaCroix with a, a orange juice. And I, I just, like I said, I had a couple late nights at the office, so when I came home, I was like, I need a cappuccino. I was just <laughs> cold. I was cold. But that you speak of my time in Vienna and in Europe, and that was just always something nice to after dinner was to have cappuccino and I swear I probably uh -huh. look bougie or sound bougie when we're over here at the restaurants and I'm like oh do you guys have a cappuccino and they're like no <laughs> like, ah. you know? so if a good place you know good steakhouse has a, a cappuccino they can offer after dinner I, like I love it it's so good you're gonna have so San Diego uh you can go to sdghost.com and they're basically a pretty grand ghost tour company because they also feature out of New Orleans and Portland and anywhere you're going to find ghosts. I think they have a shop set up. But also, you can go to the Gas Lamp Museum. Uh, they have tours starting at $10. We actually did this when we had stayed the weekend there. We went to the 11 a.m., Saturday I was going to say, four. when the Saints played the Chargers, Ian yes. put together this whole excursion and put Eric and I and you and Paxton and, of course, himself, you know, in these cool hotel rooms with the view of the city. Everything was in walking distance. And Tamantha and I were like, I, I really like, um, is it uh, Brian's 24? I think so, yeah. And we still follow them on Instagram. They're so good. I think they're doing takeout right now, right? Yes. So support. They have the best breakfast. I just love it so much. We headed over to um, that restaurant, and we'll be sure to mention them in our post uh, description. And she was like, we need to get in on this historical tour. And I was like, what historical tour? She goes, they have one right here. And literally legit we were like scarfing down our food <laughs> or well actually we had to wait it was actually quite busy because there was a lot of Saints yeah. fans in the restaurant so we were kind of really excited about that so let me back up just a little bit so we're outside waiting for our table and saying who that who that because everybody's kind of uh -huh. coming in Saints fans are like the best fans and yes, so Jenna's like we need to get in on this tour and she legit was making 
the reservations for all of us to go on this tour. And we had Jaden <laughs> and Trent with us also. And yeah. um, while we were waiting to get, you know, sat at our table. So we ate and then she's like, oh my God, we have to be there at 11 or they'll leave without us. <laughs> so we're yes, like, it was like, okay, down. Yeah, we had, we had, yeah, they had very specific. Poor Ian. And, and like Ronnie said uh, earlier, when we were just kind of re-going over our memories, always bring a hat for yourself, yes. your sunblock, your parasol, good, good walking shoes. shoes. Because we weren't really prepared for, I mean, we were excited to do the walking tour, but we didn't necessarily have our best walking <coughs> shoes on. It was a so, lot longer. You get your money's worth, and I don't know if that's specific to the spe- tour guide that we got assigned or if they really do always take that long going through the city. It, it was, Tamantha, I think right. we were out there for like an hour, hour and a half minimum. It was most likely an hour and a half because they took us in and out of hotels. They took us into shops, in front of shops, in front of, you know, bars that weren't quite open yet. And so that one is a well worth tour. Now, if you're looking at a fun listen, I want to give a shout out to our friend Jordan. Jordan! Monzel. Yeah, who uh, is one of the co-hosts on the Spirits with Spirits podcast, specifically episode 14, Haunted San Diego, where his guest is radio host Stephen Rowan, who lives in San Diego. I want to take one of his tours because he is really a, a historian of, he also knows a lot of stuff about L.A., but San Diego, and it sounds like he does these small groups uh, maybe three or four specifically, so you can have the time and his, like, the one-on-one attention. Like, that sounds like a VIP tour that I want to go on. Absolutely. And, you know, San Diego is, it's just a fun spot. I mean, the, I've been there for a Petco Games. We've caught the train down. Uh you know, we've Ubered in because we have some yes. friends that live from in Tiffany, Escondido yes. or whatever. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, it's in Encinitas. Oh, Encinitas. And it's just such a cool area. You know, I live in Orange County and we do have the train. We have the what's called the Surfliner train. And starting in San Clemente, it's actually closer to the beach. And so, but for me from Huntington Beach, I have to go to the Irvine train station. So it's not really, you know, how can I say, um, easy to navigate where in Encinitas to San Diego it just like they have boom boom and you were there yeah, it you was, know it, Tiff just called or maybe Chad called the Uber and that was the best it was so fun so, yeah, so fun so much fun we love Tiff and Chad Tiffany we have to go see you soon if you're listening um our, our last plans got a little foiled by commitments but we shall return to San Diego yes check out the Horton Grand Hotel, if you've stayed there, let us know. Did you have an experience? Yeah. Do you hear cards playing or did the armoire slam or, you know, have you had a good drink at the bar? One of the cool things I didn't mention was when you were talking about the museum there in the heart of the gas lamp, the Davis Horton House is what they called it on these YouTube videos I was watching. They actually said the ghosts that haunt that place is a German spy, some soldiers, 30 kids, like 30 little spirit kids haunt their kitchen, 
And they've actually seen apparitions of Alonzo Horton, the guy who basically developed San Diego. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Yeah, I have it written as the William Heath Davis House and Park. Uh, 410 Island Ave, San Diego. Again, they have tours. But, you know, hey, guys, support your historical societies, too. You know, Amen I mean, that. yeah, All right. you know, Ronnie, Ronnie helps out at one. And I just think they're they're fun to they're keep important. around. Even the main venue I work at now, Hidden Oaks, I run that area. Uh-huh. I always give mad props to Gary, who just turned 84. And he's the whole reason why that house was, you know, saved. Or uh, I shouldn't say the whole reason because it, it was a hefty donation from um, the Ingalls. And, but Gary really headed up um, how to restore the house. And it's just a marvelous uh, thing it's to a beautiful do. location. Yeah, support your local historic homes. And if they have a museum, usually they're called living museums. They're curated so wonderfully. And yeah, sis, another episode is complete. And be to sure to dry ch- January. Yes, to dry <laughs> January. Cheers, cheers. <laughs> and be sure to check out our friend uh, Jordan Monsell's podcast, as Tamantha said. It's Spirits with Spirits, specifically episode 14. Cheers. Cheers.